0: Hi, this is Mark Graven. Welcome to episode 125 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from February 26, 2016. You can find it online at leanblog.org slash audio125. This post is titled, What We Can Learn About Teamwork and Culture from the San Antonio Spurs. Now, after living in San Antonio for almost four years, my wife and I will finally be settled back into the Dallas-Fort Worth area by the end of March. There's a lot that we're going to miss about San Antonio, and that includes the San Antonio Spurs. Even if you're not into the NBA, it's basically, or it seems like, a civic obligation to cheer for the Spurs and to attend a game here and there. It's a very similar community feeling like they have about the Green Bay Packers up in that part of Wisconsin. In the post, I shared a picture that I took at a recent game. The Spurs were demolishing the Houston Rockets by 30 points, and the starters were mostly out of the game. So in the photo, you see number 30, David West. He chose to sign with the Spurs as a free agent for less money than he could have gotten from other teams because he wanted to be on a championship-caliber team. Um, The New York Times wrote an article about this where it says he, quote, sought meaning, not money, through the choice to come work, (laughs) play for the Spurs. Now, uh, the Spurs, with their championships and their 51 seasons— They're the model of consistency and teamwork. That's why a guy like David West chooses uh, to come to San Antonio. Same could be said about LaMarcus Aldridge and other players. Now, I grew up a Detroit Pistons fan, and over 25 years, that team has gone from winning championships to being terrible to winning another championship and then being just totally horrible again. But the Spurs have 16 seasons going on 17 in a row where they've won 50 games. So they're not just good. I mean, they're great every season, even if they're not winning the NBA title. Now, the Spurs, yeah, they've had great players, but there's a culture of teamwork and unselfishness. The Spurs, after learning the lesson a while ago with uh, Dennis Rodman, have learned to draft and sign players who fit into their culture and system. Now, there's a recent interview with head coach Greg Popovich, and the the headline from this says, Greg Popovich broke down what he looks for in players, and it was an inspiring life lesson. So it says in part, quote, for us, it's easy. We're looking for character, but what the hell does that mean? We're looking for people, and I've said it many times, who have gotten over themselves, and you can tell that pretty quickly. You can talk to someone for four or five minutes, and you can tell if it's about them or if they understand that they're just a piece of the puzzle. So we look for that. A sense of humor is a huge thing with us. You've got to be able to laugh. You've got to be able to take a dig, give a dig, that sort of thing. End of quote. So that's a great thing uh, to look for in interviewing and hiring. Is it all about that person or is it about the people that they're helping? Ask them to talk about projects that they've led or been a part of. Was it all about what he or she did or is it about what others accomplished under their coaching or leadership? Is this person willing to be part of a system But I guess in any workplace, we want them to help change and improve that system. Now, it's said that getting hired into Toyota in any role is more competitive than getting admitted to Harvard. I've been told that it's because Toyota is not just hiring for skills and ability, but also for attitude. I can't remember how many hospitals I've talked to who use the phrase, you know, uh, getting any warm body to fill an open position. Well, that's, that's not very respectful. Uh, I'd rather see hospitals hiring for attitude, culture, and fit. With the talk of, you know, any warm body will do, is it any wonder that some organizations struggle to hire people? Or is it, you know, is it puzzling why they don't succeed? Now, back to Coach Popovich, he said, quote, and you have to feel comfortable in your own skin that you don't have all the answers. We want people who are participatory. The guys in the film room can tell me what they think about how we played last night if they want to. Former assistant general manager Sean Marks would sit in our coaches meetings when we were arguing about how to play the pick and roll or who we're going to play and who we're going to sit. Now, that's the end of quote. That reminds me of lean thinking. Relying less on knowing the answer and valuing instead the process of finding answers through structured experiments. In a workplace's you know, if we want people to participate, we can't just demand that they do so. We can't just lecture them about speaking up. Leadership sets the tone and creates the environment where people can speak up, point out problems, and disagree. The Spurs really seem to get that. Now, Pomp also said, quote, we need people who can handle information and not take it personally, because in most of these organizations, there's a big divide. All of a sudden, the wall goes up between management and coaching, and everyone is ready to blame back and forth, and that's the rule rather than the exception. It just happens. but that's about people. It's about finding people who have all of those qualities. So we do our best to look for that, and when someone comes, they figure it out pretty quick a quote. Now, there could be many walls between players and coaches, between coaches and management, between management and the owners. How many dysfunctional NBA teams struggle to win even though they have talented players? How many teams fire the head coach every year instead of fixing their system? This is also a problem in the NFL. You can see the Cleveland Browns or the Detroit Lions as examples of dysfunctional ownership and management. Organizations of all types need to find people with the right qualities. I was thrilled when one of my healthcare clients, built upon their burgeoning culture of continuous improvement, by starting to put expectations about participating in Kaizen into job descriptions. They asked people about their previous improvement efforts during job interviews. They were a great workplace, and they were going to be better by hiring for attitude and fit, not just skills, not just to put a warm body in a spot. Now, I wish more organizations in healthcare understood this uh, or understand it in the future. I'm glad that so few NBA teams understand it because it makes it easier for the Spurs to compete. But, you know, I want the Spurs to win another championship. In healthcare, I want every organization to, I guess, win and to be as great as they can be. Their employees and their patients deserve it. Too many organizations are stuck in their old ways, even when there are better models out there. So I'd love to hear what you think, um, not just about the Spurs, but about um, everything I've talked about here in the post um, leadership, culture, hiring for good fit, trying to build a collaborative culture that wins. Go to leanblog.org audio125 and I'd love to have you post a comment. Thanks for listening.